Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the football podcast, the Riverside Roundup. Uh, join me and Paul as we talk football, what's been going on in the last week, what games we've got coming up, whether anybody got any points out of last week's games. We've got our Beat the Jock segment and uh, just anything else really. If you check us out on YouTube then uh, do subscribe, and if you're already subscribing, get someone else to subscribe. If you just listen along, that's fine, we all like a nice listen along, but if you could subscribe on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, that would be amazing. So here we go, this is Cookie Cast, the Riverside Roundup. mini cough there just to see if uh, things are actually recording which uh, yeah I guess looks quiet looks quiet to me so here we go it's uh, it's that time of the week again where uh, where me and Paul sit down to talk knitting wait no that's not it Maybe maybe you should tell us why we're here, because I clearly have no idea. That's right, it's mobile phone pot... No. I'd like to incorporate it into the uh, beginning of the show, shall we say. Uh, yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you already know, because uh, you've obviously had the weekly reminder, or it's uh, dropped into your iTunes... Or your Spotify, or your Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, whatever device, YouTube, uh, yeah, whatever device you choose to listen slash watch on, um, you'll have had the notification, no doubt, you know, you know, the bell will be ringing all over the place. But yes, welcome along to your weekly instalment of football updates, I mean, football, shenanigans, I mean, yeah, it's just, just, just carving it up, isn't it, really, all, all things, all things, uh, round ball, it is yeah. the Riverside round, that makes me miss the other shape ball, Because if if we were talking the other shape ball, we could talk about the uh, absolute insanity that the uh, Dallas Cowboys are going through at the moment. Somebody, somebody's somebody's got a screw loose over there. I tell you that, but I don't know. It might <clears throat> it might work out for the best. They'll, uh, they'll just have to wait and see. Hang on a minute. Do do you work for the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> you, you sound like you do. Yeah, be right. Listen. The day that I the day that I put up this, and it's not a uh, a cellnet based phone cover; it's just the star. It's just a silver star. Oh, well, yeah. Then, uh, then the public will know. So, the way we like to start this this guy, 
this this podcast is by uh, looking back over the last week uh, to see if there's been anything uh, anything going on, uh, any hirings or firings, any major news, anything happening in the world of football. And it's a it's a section of the podcast we like to call this week in football. So, has anything happened this week in football? Uh, I suppose the biggest thing is that we've discussed it for the past couple of weeks and it came to pass that um, Rangers needed so many things to happen um, for them to be crowned champions of Scotland, um, the latest of which was they won their game on on Saturday, which meant that anything other than a Celtic win on Sunday and Rangers would have been the champions. Um, that is very much what happened as Celtic did not win their game on Sunday against, I believe, Dundee United. Um, so, yeah, for the first time in 10 years, uh, Rangers are the champions of Scotland. Um, my Celtic supporting friends um, will claim that this is Rangers' first title as when they were wound up seven or eight years ago. They became a, a new club, so they're like they're giving it large. It's their fifty-fifth league title and stuff like that. And uh, I think a lot of the Celtic fans just will know it's your it's your first league title because you're a new club. So it's where you fall on that sort of argument about like you know are Phoenix clubs, you know, are they the same club? And is like perfect example is is AFC Wimbledon. Uh, they the they were given the right to take over the records of Wimbledon when that when all that sort of shenanigans went down. But that's that's probably like a and I say that's probably a podcast in its own right. But it probably has been a podcast. I dare say there's been uh, quite a lot done on the uh, Wimbledon MK Dons AFC Wimbledon story throughout the years. Um, but yeah, so Rangers are the champions of Scotland, so the first league title has been decided this season. Um, outside of that, it has been a bit of a slow week, really. Um, the only other things that I could think of that were major talking points was obviously it's we've now passed over to officially one year where since stadiums were last filled with supporters mm-hmm. obviously there's been the trial to trial games where there was up to a thousand fans back in the stadiums and stuff like that but it's officially been a, a full calendar year since stadiums were last full to capacity um so obviously that's it's a shame you know we would you would have liked to you would like to thought that within that we would have got back to um some sort of semblance of normality by this point, but obviously things changed. Um, the 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 other thing I did find was that um, it is championship based uh, and will potentially affect um, an away trip for Middlesbrough, potentially depending on whether this club stay in the division and whether Middlesbrough stay in the division. Um, but Coventry City have agreed a deal to return to the Rico Arena for their home matches from next season. 
So they've currently been ground sharing with Birmingham at St Andrews for the last, uh, well, since August 2019. So they're currently into their third season of playing their home matches away from home. Wow. Um, so they have uh, an agreement with, this is from Sky Sports again, uh, an agreement with rugby union side Wasps, the owners of the stadium, has been reached, and the two parties have signed a ten-year lease, uh, ten-year license for the Sky Blues to play their to play there until 2031, from the start of the 2021-2022 season. So, starting in August of next year, uh, sorry, August of next year, August of this year, um, Coventry will be playing games in Coventry again. So, if away fans are allowed back into the stadium next year. Coventry and Middlesbrough are still in the same division, then I, I dare say that's potentially a game that we might go to because uh, I've not been to Coventry, so I would uh, that was always a stadium I always wanted to tick off my list. So that's um, that's a good, that's a positive for any Coventry fans because obviously at the moment they're having to have a however many mile round trip to get to Birmingham for every time they want to go. Obviously they're not going, they're not doing anything at the minute because no one's in. in Stadiums, but when they were allowed mm. in, they were having a big round trip to go to home games. Um, there was one more thing, and I can't remember where it was. Do, 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 do. Um, no, I can't. I can't find it. So I'll have to. Uh, unfortunately, I'll have to, much like a diseased limb, cut it off there. Unfortunately. Okay, well, if that's the end of if that's that, brings us swiftly on to the book. Now then, anybody who was here last week will remember that not many games to discuss, just the two. Just like like you know, no midweek happenings, any of that funky jazz. However, this week we're back to four games. Two. In that connection was unstable again, so I don't know if you've asked me a question. I've just missed oh. it. No, I was saying we're back to we're back to four games this week, and you and you were like two, and I'm like, what? what? Why have I got four written down? Okay, Ooh. calm yourself. So, can I can I make a suggestion? Always. Just for uh, just for S S and Gs. This week, can we do? the non-Middlesbrough game first because we need to discuss the Middlesbrough game quite quite in depth. Oh, for the for the scores that scores that were. Yeah, for the results from last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got no dramas with that one. Um so let's let's flip it then. So um the non-Middlesbrough game was Stoke City Versus Wickham Wanderers. Now then. First, uh, let's, get it, let's get it straight out. What was the score in the game? I'm just having a quick check. Is incredibly annoying as my uh, internet is being 
particularly annoying as always. Saturday, 6th of March. Do, 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 do. The score in the Stoke Wickham game. Well, Stoke City 2, Wickham Wanderers 0. Indeed, it was. <clears throat> which, uh, which for me and you, as is the way, uh, was, was good for one of us and not so good for the other. Um, so, me picking a draw. Not going to cut it, I'm afraid. Um, however, Paul picking uh, a 3-1 win for Stoke. Points on the board. Straight out of there. Points on the board. Now then. Here's the thing. Who scored the goals? Um, I can absolutely categorically um, state right now that there are going to be absolutely no points taken for goal scorers. Correct. Because neither one of us would have, in their right mind, picked Reese Norrington Davies, who doesn't sound like he should be playing football. He sounds like he should be, um, you know, studying wizardry and witchcraft at Hogwarts. He does. I'm sure I've stolen that joke from somebody else. I'm almost certain I'm not the first person to say that. Um, the other person who scored was Harry Sutar, who I've never even heard of before. Yeah. Uh, correctly pointed out there, we absolutely did not pick either of those names. So uh, everybody who's got their abacuses out will tell you that that's just, just the one point. Now, quite frankly, I've had to take myself to one side and give myself a damn good talking to this week because this is a little bit of a pattern for me here. I cannot get points to save my life at the moment. So I've, I've taken myself off, sat myself down, and I've had a word. So we'll clearly see that sorting itself out in this week's predictions. So now that, that, now that nonsense is dealt with, we can go back to uh, Swansea City versus Middlesbrough. So, what was the score in the game? Do you want the actual score or the score the game should have finished? Um, I mean, if it should have finished 2-0 uh, to Middlesbrough, then yeah, let's hear that one. Sadly, it shouldn't have finished 2-0 to Middlesbrough, as Swansea mm. did score a perfectly good goal um, in the first half. Interesting. Um, however, uh, the the events that took place just after half time and at the end of the second half will probably provide the discussion for the next five to ten minutes of the podcast, as they uh, they can only be described as um, pardon my language, but fucking disgraceful. Oh dear, some goings on. So, to give, to give context, the game itself finished Swansea 2, Middlesbrough 1. However, if you were to reverse... If you were to reverse that scoreline, it would reflect how the second half went and would probably be a much more accurate reflection of the game. So... 
first, like I say, first half, Swansea were definitely the better side. Uh, were on top, scored from off the back of a defensive mistake from Borough. Um, a ball went into the box, um, pinged around a bit, and then they looped up in the air. Um, mistake in the defence with a, a clearance and a, a clearing header, and the ball dropped to Andre Ayew to smash home the uh, the opening goal. Um, so that's how it was at half time, and uh, mere seconds into the uh, into the second half, um, Borough have a perfectly good equalising goal chalked off for the, the, a reason that is still to be un, un, not understood by anybody who has eyes. Um, the uh, ref gave Blue for a foul after uh, the strike had been made. So Mark Mark Bowler scored a so don't don't mark this down because it didn't it didn't count. But Mark Bowler scored scored a goal. But as uh, just after Bowler had hit the ball, so struck the ball towards the goal, uh, the ref blew for what he saw as a foul in the Swansea penalty area. Um, when they viewed the uh, incident back, uh, Yannick Balassi gets the ball. The ref is no more than five yards away from the incident, and I, I, there was nothing blocking his view as to what happened in the incident. So, um, yeah, perfectly, perfectly good goal chalked off. When they actually slowed the incident down, if anything, the decision that the ref gave should probably have gone the opposite way if he was going to blow for anything. And he should have given Middlesbrough a penalty because Balassi was kicked after the ball had gone. So it should have been a penalty to Borough. It should really have been a goal. So it should have been 1-1 from there. Um, Middlesbrough then go on to equalise in the game. In Let's have a look at the minute. Yeah, I was going to say in the 90th minute, so 90 plus 1, Sam Morsey... Uh, pops up with a little equaliser huge deflection um, uh, yeah so it's looking like uh, looking like the game's going to peter out to a to a 1-1 draw rather rather well deserved after Middlesbrough's second half performance in which they were comfortably the better side I don't think anyone could disagree with that who watched the game um, however uh, with, with the with the last moments of the game the ball comes across the box uh, on the on the very edge of the box, and George Savile goes uh, slides into uh, to make a block on the ball with a with I think it was Jake Bidwell coming in to strike the ball um, and gets his foot in front of uh, the Swansea player that was trying to uh, make a strike on the ball. The Swansea player kicks through George Savile and then makes contact with the ball. The ball goes wide. The referee signals for a corner. And five seconds later, as he's walking to the box, re-signals and gives a penalty to Swansea. So, Swansea get a 97th minute penalty. Um, Eagle-eyed and eagle-eared listeners may remember from last week that we had to delay... The recording of the podcast because there was a last minute penalty in a game that we were covering for the podcast which happened to be Stoke versus Swansea 
Um, this this actually continued on to this week. Uh, this was the so this week Swansea played Blackburn last night, uh, and this was the fourth game in a row that Swansea had been uh, awarded a dubious penalty. So it, obviously it's now got um, it's now got people uh, calling foul and um, you know claiming all sorts of shenanigans going on at the FA, which isn't helped by the fact that the Swansea manager. Uh, his father was an ex-Premier League referee. So, the uh, yeah, yeah the, cons- the conspiracy the conspiracy nuts are going absolutely wild at this one. But, uh, yeah, just a baffling decision. 97th minute penalty for uh, Swansea. That Andre Ayew again stuck away. So, yeah, 2-1 win for Swansea. I mean... Massively controversial. Neil Neil Warnock uh, in his in his post match uh, press conference didn't really hold back. He, uh, he he told he told Sky Sports exactly what he thought of some of the decisions. Um, he started with a challenge that happened off the ball in the first ten minutes, where uh, our our right back or our centre back Anthony Dykesteele was taken out off the ball. He later, he later had to leave the game after about fifteen minutes. Um, and it's since come out in the scan that he's had that he's out for the rest of the season. So he was a bit unhappy about that to start off with. Um, and then obviously the the disallowed goal is an absolute joke. The penalty is for me it's not a penalty. Like I've listened to a couple of podcasts and a couple of discussions about this. You can see the reason why the penalty was given, but. For every angle that I've seen of it, he's he's got in front of the defender and he's made the challenge and the defender and then the maybe not the defender but the guy who's coming onto the ball has kicked through George Savile's leg. So I don't see how that can be a penalty. Um, so yeah, apparently the FA are looking into his comments and so that. So he's probably going to get fined. Um, there was a there was a small clamour on Twitter for uh, Borough fans to rally round and do a fundraiser to uh, pay Warnock's fine if he gets fined and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see if that grows legs and stuff like that. But all the players were exactly the same on uh, on social media. Um, a handful of the players were uh, put something out to say either you know it's always a tough it's always a tough day when you're playing against twelve men um, or you know. <laughs> Games, the games, the games gone. Blah blah blah, and yeah. So, not the uh, <laughs> not the uh, carefree, um, peaceful Saturday afternoon that I think uh, any of the referees wanted, really. But um, yeah, there you go. Oh dear. I mean, I mean, yeah. I- I, I, I would heartily agree with uh, with some of those sentiments. At the end of the day, if you're in a position where you're making decisions that change the outcome of the game, um, rightly or wrongly, you you know you have to be held accountable for those decisions. Uh, and as as for making comments and then getting fined for it, that that is to say that you can't raise a grievance. To say, you know, we ended up losing that game not through a team being better or a team being worse. So, yeah. I'm sure, you know, they would they would look at it as, oh, well, there's official channels and all that. But, 
I, you know, it's not like the decision's going to get overturned, is it? It's not like no. they're going to go back to it and be like, oh, well, yeah, let's give Borough the win on that one. Yeah, this, that's, what it's all, that's what it's going to boil down to at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's disappointing from the fact that obviously they've lost the game um, and they've lost the game off um, decisions that if they were playing in a higher division or if the video assistant referee was employed in a lower division, the, you would argue that both decisions would have been overturned. So the goal would have been given yeah. uh, because he blew his whistle after the ball had been struck. So... There was no way, there was nothing interfering with the keeper. The keeper didn't not dive because he heard the whistle or anything like that. Um, and the, the penalty the penalty decision, I'd say it's a 50-50 shout whether that gets overturned or not. But for me, the angle that they showed, um, in different angles, you can clearly see that, that Savile gets to the ball first. So, But alas, like we've said, it's it's... The, 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 the result's not going to change. It's a loss, so... Yeah. And I think that there is the point. Well, it's in the history books now, and, and all we can do is put it behind us. And what that means is that we get to look forward to this week's games. As mentioned previously, uh, no... Do you, want to, do you want to talk about any points for that? Game? Oh, sorry, I've turned I've turned the page. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't intentionally shy away from the fact that um, I had Middlesbrough two 0 down and uh, I didn't get of my two predicted goal scorers didn't get uh, didn't get the one that actually scored. Um, you sir had uh, Swansea City two 0 which did get you a point and. You uh, you also predicted weirdly you predicted both goal scored uh, by predicting one of the goal scorers. So uh, uh, two points in your in your pocket added to your other point for the week is three points versus my zero point. So uh, so yeah, I'd I'd love to go back over the last few weeks and just see. How terrible I've done uh, this. Uh, let, let's not, shall we? Let's not say we did. So back to back to this week. You know where where it really matters. Where I'm going to start getting those those oh so precious points. I click the pen, which means that we need to talk Middlesbrough versus Stoke City. Um, I have already taken to task and written out a little prediction for this game. So, I'm going to hand over to you for you to tell me what the actual prediction is going to be. Right then. See... You'd imagine this is going to be one of those games where obviously the, the, the players are going to feel aggrieved after the decisions that went against them against uh, Swansea on Saturday. So you'd like to think that they're going to put together a good solid performance, you know, a real up yours to the, to the, the, 
the, the official who wronged him and stuff like that. Um, Stoke, very similar position to him. I think they're maybe one place below him in the league. Um, I have a weird feeling about this game. I've, I've, I've gone for a 2-2 draw. Really? So, who's going to be scoring these goals then? Um, I would like to go for Antavania. And I think it, it's got to be coming. The Balassi first goal's got to be coming. Yeah. So stick me down for Balassi. For Stoke. Powell. Um, I will go for Jack Clark. Was linked to the borough, so kind of fits the the old boy mentality. Absolutely, I'm going to go. I suppose if I really wanted to go for an old boy to score, I could, I could get, I could get long odds on John Obi McKell getting a goal because he never scores. Worth a quid. Um. I was very much agreeing with what you were saying at the start of your run there. Um, I think Middlesbrough are going to be like, I mean, we got absolutely shafted in that game, so let's uh, let's tonk it home, but conservatively. So I've got one nil Middlesbrough. What more to score? So the way we like to do our predictions is we like to see the future. The future. So we look forward to the future of what it is that Middlesbrough are to face. Predict what their game's going to look like at the time to then see what might be coming over the hill. In this situation, we've got Wickham Wanderers, who we never talk about, versus Preston North End. Now, as is the same as before, I have written a score down here and... It might surprise you. No, I have written a goal scorer down. So, what do you think Wickham Wanderers versus Preston North End's going to look like? I'll go for Wickham nil, Preston 1. Interesting. Who's scoring that solitary goal? Let me have a look. I'll just see if he's still there. See me down for Ched Evans. So, I've gone literally the opposite. Just twice as much. I've gone 2-0 to Wickham Wanderers. Both goals being scored by Ikpizu. 
or Ikpiatsu, if you like. Did you say 2-0, Wickham? Yeah, deuces. 2-0? Yeah. yeah, you heard it. Playing for points, aren't I? I'm absolutely not playing for points, come on. Let's be real. Well, Andrew. So, your Middlesbrough 1-0 at 5-1 to and your Wickham 2-0 at 16-1 to provide you with a nice round double of 101-1. to oh, I kind of like that. I like it. Symmetry. Binary. Whereas... My Preston 1-0, Middlesbrough Stoke 2-2, Gives me a double of 126.5 to 1. 200.5, wowza. Okay. So, as mentioned previously, we've got four games to predict here. And as you might suspect, the next game we're talking about is uh, Middlesbrough versus, that's right, Preston North End. I've already gone. So what are your thoughts on this game? Mm. Team that's lower in the division. Mm. Should really win. Mm. We'll probably struggle. I'll go 2-1 win because we'll probably... I normally When it's normally teams that I feel we'll do quite well against... We always seem to struggle and concede an early goal, make it hard for ourselves. So I'll go I'll go two one. I'll go for us to be a goal down early mm. and come back and win two one. No, I'm I'm on board with that. Who's scoring them their goals? And Cabano for Borough. Okay. And Barkhazen for Preston. Okay. Um, I've just gone with a with a straight Middlesbrough win, a one nil. Morsi to score. Like it. Love it. Love it. Loving it. Um, so, as previously mentioned, uh, there are four games to predict, and the way we do it is we predict what Middlesbrough are to face. Further down the line, they are going to face one of these two teams. We have Queen's Park Rangers, also known as QPR, versus Millwall. Thoughts on this game? Hmm. I'll go for one apiece. Interesting. Goals scorers? Yeah, I thought you might ask that. Mm, Let's find some QPR and Millwall players. I'll go for Charlie Austin to score for QPR. Okay. 
Todd Varson to score for Millwall. Okay. Um, I've gone with Millwall winning this one. So, nil one. Bradshaw to score. The person I wanted to pick... Yes. The person I wanted to pick was out on loan. Because I checked. I was like, here we go. I'm, I'm sorted here. But I'll just check. So, Andrew, your... Have we got have we got money for this? Is it... For for some reason, the uh, the odds are available for this really? week. So, a Middlesbrough one nil and a Millwall one nil gives you a double of forty four to one. So, mm. a, a rather modest double. Ooh, I, yeah, I like it. Okay. Whereas my one one draw for QPR Millwall. Then Middlesbrough to uncomprehensively shithouse their way to a 2-1 win against Preston. Gives me a double of 50-1. to one. Mm. So again, Both. rather modest rather modest bets. Very respectable there. So, this sound signifies the end of the predictions market. The book is closed. And that is that. Now then. Before you go anywhere, before before you go changing, something that we've been trying to in, inject into this podcast, and I encourage you to get on board, send us a send us a Twitter, um, is a section that we're absolutely ripping the name off. It's it's beat the jock, isn't it? So uh, this, I don't know which side of the screen it is. This area here, you know that. The, the bit behind Paul's face is full to the brim, absolutely jam-packed with football knowledge. Jam-packed. So, the challenge is to ask one, one question alone and attempt to take down the titan of football knowledge. Now, last week... Last week, as we know, was a big was a big moment for me. Double bubble, two two wins two wins last week. So uh, you know, the the t shirts are t shirts are on the way. Um, so this week, I've gone all out this week, and I, I'm going to give you an option, but I'm not going to give you an option like I did previously. I'm going to give you A or B. Now then. What I will say is this. They're both doozies. So whereas you might go, it's, it's absolutely going to be A. That might not be the right answer, but B is... Ooh. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it casual. I'll go for A. Are you sure? Yes. So, now we play the game where my phone has gone. You didn't need these web pages, did you? Right. I was on B, so let me go back to A. Oh, here we go. Now then, what I am going to start having to employ at this stage is right answers only. Now, what, what, what I'm sure that 
that to the to the layman is like, well, of course. But I need an absolute laser focused correct answers. I, w I was going to ask you about the 2026 World Cup. But no. So. Here we go. Which former Tottenham manager has competed in the Dakar Rally? I think I've heard this before. Just be glad I didn't ask you about the mattress makers. Oh, Atletico Madrid. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't ask you about the mattress makers. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I looked at it, I was like, ooh. And I was like, nope, he'll absolutely know that one. Um, I, I don't think I know this one. Uh, I'll guess at Jacques Santini. Is that your final answer? Yes. That answer is incorrect. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know if it was, but because like, he was only manager for a very short period of time. My other guess would have been Christian Gross. Is also not correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is, it a, is, it a, is it a recent manager or is it an older manager? Or do you not know? Does it right? Is is a question that you'll probably know. Does it sound like a name that you can probably pronounce? Oh, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to struggle. I can get Juan de Ramos. No, I can get I can get the first two bits, but I'll I'll, have, I'll oh, have... Andre Andre Villas Boas. There you go. <clears throat> uh, I could have asked you about the name of a hotel. Yeah. That was that was the I was like I, I it came down to like I had like these three questions in the middle of the of this bit of this thing and I was like mm, mm. and one of them was the mattress makers and I was like nah you'll know that one especially when I looked at the answer I was like absolutely gonna know that um but yeah one was the uh, one was the name of a hotel and I was like hmm interesting. But yeah, I went with that one in the end. So, points on the board. Points on the board. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I honestly, honestly cannot encourage you enough to get involved in, in beating the jog. If I'm honest, 
it, it's become a little bit of a I'm like like the the bottom of the internet is here and I I got a pickaxe out and I'm just like like I'm I'm way down I'm like I've come I've come down I've gone under I'm like <clears throat> I'm just like uh, you know panning for little nuggets of gold I will run out very quickly <laughs> like that that one I was like oh it's fine I've got a hundred questions here I've been through the first thirty so uh, yeah it, it's like no 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 absolutely got uh, so yeah. It's a little, uh, it's a little, a little bit of fun, a little bit of something, um, in an attempt to beat the jock. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep my other question, my other question for this week. I might just ask that straight off the bat next week because I also thought that Do was it. an absolute corker. So that's the end of that section, which brings us to our final section, which is known as known in the business as any other business you sir do you have any other business i do not and as we all know i have no business being here so uh i don't have any other business so that is that all i can say to you is thank you very much for uh for taking me and these lovely people through the uh somewhat choppy waters of the football world thank you for being a, a good sport and uh taking up the mantle of the jock so that everybody can have a go at so yeah drop us a line drop us an email drop us a tweet send us your top 10 favorite questions and i'll i'll pick one anything like that we love it so that's it for this one and there we go thank you very much to you sir and i'll uh, i'll release you back to the uh to the football stadium under your house So there we go, what do you think to that? Another one done. Another week of games gone. Another week of games to look forward to. Oh, it's all good. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to dwell on the fact that uh, that I did beat the jock this week. Uh, but if you want to have a go at beating the jock, drop us a line. Uh, you can do that by jumping over to thecookiecast.com. And there's various links there. You can even drop us an email. If you're watching us on YouTube, be a love and be a YouTube subscriber. And if you're already a YouTube subscriber, get a friend or a family member to subscribe. It's a big help. If you're listening along, then do subscribe wherever you get in your podcasts. It's a big help to us. So there we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.